Hey, it's time for voiceover body shop. And tonight, we got a crowd. Well, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen this many people in here There's for like four or five years. That's true. Scott Miranda Parkin are with us. Say hello. Hi. Hi guys. And George is here way over there. What? How are you over there? We squeeze this all into one set. I know. It's, it's, I you know what's ridiculous? It. It's a huge Quonset hut. It goes back for 400 yards, but they make us <laughs> sit in this tiny <laughs> little area. Just so we can get behind the, uh, yeah. the wave there. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got some questions for Scott and Miranda, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. So oh, yeah, please. I know there's going to be a huge crowd out there watching tonight. <laughs> so throw <laughs> your stuff, so. throw your questions in the chat room. I know Jeff Holman is back there somewhere, I hope writing down everything and uh, we'll get to those but we got lots to talk about including something about a a project that miranda's working on with lots of swag sneak preview yeah that's true we have uh, we have the debut of uh, a clip from the comic casino it's only 40 seconds didn't want to give much away but it sort of introduces you to a good chunk of the cast yeah and um you know it's uh it's a big thing because we, <laughs> she's been working on it for I probably from inception about two years. Great. And yeah, during an 11 minute animatic, there's several hundred hours worth of drawings. So it's exciting. We know what that's like. So stay tuned. It's voiceover body shop right now. It's time for voiceover body shop. Brought to you by VoiceOverEssentials.com, the home of Harlan Hogan's signature products. Source Elements, the makers of Source Connect. VoiceOver Heroes, become a hero to your clients with award-winning voiceover training. VoiceActorWebsites.com, where your voice actor website doesn't have to be a pain in the butt. VoiceOver Extra, your daily resource for voiceover success. And World Voices, the industry association of freelance voice talent. And now, here's your hosts, Dan and George. Yes, and we're live with a live audience. Wow! Yeah! It's been a long time since we've had a live audience in it's here. It's true. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's true. You know, finally. Actually, we can show the audience if I spin this camera around. Oh, yeah. I don't think for legal reasons you're supposed to, but I guess Oh, there they are. Wow. Look at them all. It's been a while. Remember, we used to have the audience cam up there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I think the last time I did it, we had a bottle of rum in here, maybe four years ago. Yeah. We were more tucked over there, I think. Super yeah, we were back in this. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is this is <laughs> the before time. Before the before, this is the before, before time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so we back in the day when you could cough on anyone and spit anywhere you liked. Yes. Well, let me introduce our guests. We've got Scott Parkin, who we've had on before. Improv, impresario, actor, Ooh. voice actor. Bon vivant. Yeah, was, that, was, that wasn't in the list. But. Yeah, cyclist. Yeah. Cyclist. Yes. Cyclist, surfer, uh, rib patient. I was going to ask. That was my first question. <laughs> oh, How are your ribs? Well, the, I really, my only experience with ribs is, was in Tony Roma's for years and years until I snapped two of them. Uh, they said... Uh, eight weeks uh, to six to eight weeks and it's it's eight weeks <laughs> so we're eight weeks in and uh they don't click as much when i move that's so good. that's nice still not back in the water and i get winded going upstairs i found uh, out a lot about myself <laughs> in the last eight weeks uh immobile and isolation 
Those are not good things. I'm not good at either of those. So <laughs> I'm glad to be back back at it. I'm training this week because we have an AWOW, a walk on water, uh, where we do uh, surf therapy for uh, kids on the spectrum. And oh, cool. um, I'm doing a bunch of training to try and get my wind up so I can work water safety for that. So we'll see. Ribs are okay. Great. Yeah. Now you were in Ireland while this was going on too. What was it like? Uh, or or Switzerland. 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 I knew it was one of the lands. One of those okay. lands. Are you all right? How many fingers am I holding up? This is the weirdest way to have a stroke, right? When the show starts. <laughs> I get it out of the way early. Uh, Switzerland was phenomenal. Uh, Vitznau. Um, Vitznau was... and they're, Bless they're, you. They're, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it was with the JMC Euro Retreat, so it was top shelf, everything. Open bar, phenomenal room. Rained like a bitch every day, but it was nice because... We don't see rain. All the Californian people that are Scott Brickett are like, hey, look, it's raining. It's it's raining. Hey, my kid gets excited when it rains. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. But it was stunning and, and such such a great environment. Um, small classes and just, you know, no net, gut improv. And people, it was just a great group of people. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Trish, um, <clears throat> Trish Ryan has been my Esposito when I met her, but Trish uh, Ryan... It's been my agent at DPN for 13 years, 14 years. I've been with DPN for 21 years. And I, you know, I used to see her, I'd see her for 10 minutes a time, a couple times a week when I would go in in the before times. Uh, but I've never got to hang out with her. And I was there with her and her husband all week. And it was just a blast. Her husband is a scream. And we went to, uh, we went to, oh gosh, I'm never going to remember the town, but we you can't a, pronounce them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we took a, we took a boat, uh, and it was just the, the water's ice blue. It's like, it looks like a central casting postcard from <laughs> Switzerland. It really, yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, it, it, yeah, Switzerland sort of looks like Disneyland. The it way really does. Everything's I, the Matterhorn. Yeah. I've yeah. been there. It's been a bit oh, about yeah. 50 years, but yeah, you know, but it, I'm They're sure it hasn't neutral. changed. There's still, There's still mountains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know what's interesting is that you can you go through security, yeah. and then in the airport there's a giant Swiss Army knife store between <laughs> security and the plane. So I, I I was just I was amazed at that. You could buy whatever you know. You I guess you couldn't hold up a plane with an ivory toothpick and scissors, but you know it seemed odd that you could buy it, knives in the airport. It's probably been tried. I guess. I guess. Yes. So anyway, why don't you introduce your daughter and. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, this person has been like a daughter to me. Um, <laughs> I've known her for almost all of her life. Um, there was a couple years there where we didn't yeah. talk. <laughs> oh, that's no, great. Um, from zero to one. I missed that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it seems like your body language would say different. What? She, no. <laughs> huh? Um, Miranda is um, a voiceover artist and a singer and a musician and an animator and um let's bring her out she's my daughter she's 22. uh no um uh miranda moved out she was going to move out just before the pandemic and then it was like let's go set her an apartment by herself for a, a couple years and that didn't seem like a good idea <laughs> so they stayed with me for a while and then she moved out maybe two years ago two years ago uh, like, almost um i mean Nearly two. It'll be two years in, in May. I'm sure you have year. a little advent calendar. Know, like another day without without therapy. <sighs> oh, uh, no, I still have that. Atta girl. Uh, yeah. Uh, but so she's over there with a couple of uh, other artists, and mm -hmm. um, just kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah. So Miranda, I've had the chance to watch you in action in, in the studio. 
I would think it was over at uh, over at Soundbox LA. I was there one afternoon, and you were there recording some stuff, and it was oh, wow. very very impressive watching you work there. But tell me a little bit about. What you've learned from your old man here? <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing. I, I, I figured that would be the answer. I'm, but, no, I'm interested in this answer. The good um, stuff. Say the good stuff, not the horrible stuff. Not the drinking by yourself in the fetal position. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I learned a lot. I feel like in, in our household, uh, comedy was very much at a premium. So, I, you know, you have to be funny. And I feel like that's how it is in our side of the family, you kind of have to just try and be funny and, you know, uh, make people laugh and um, do silly voices. And I started doing voiceover when I was very little and... Um, five. Five. Actually, yeah, you booked right? commercials when you were five. Yeah. Wow. Which was yeah. very cool. It was very cool because I was like, oh my God, I get to read out loud in a funny voice. Hell yeah, sign me up, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, I didn't do it for a really long time, and then but but all those years of of learning with my dad and watching him teach and watching him do his job, like I would you know sometimes come in with him to the studio and hang out with you know voiceover pals, but I would also watch him in the studio doing his thing. So I would kind of learn by absorption and just kind of like you know listen to him do accents and. Um, and characters all those years, and then when I was sixteen, I I started it up again, um, and so because like, you were on your own, pretty much. Yeah, at that yeah. point, yeah. I, I the mean, other party didn't want her to do voiceover, so she she was not allowed to do voiceover mm -hmm. for uh, years. And then at sixteen, DPN was like, "Welcome back!" And yeah, Trish, I was like, Trish hey. started sending her out a lot. And, yeah. What have yeah. you been What have you been working on lately? Uh, lately, uh, I've had some. Taco Bell commercials. Um, yeah. You won. A, a you, of, you won the uh, Sovis last year for Taco Bell. Taco Bell loves for, you. Or oh, for, for Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Sorry, fast food. Never sorry, mind. the nice folks from Jack in the Box. <laughs> um, <laughs> fast food's your thing. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, you do. She does the thing that I do. I whenever I get a, get something or I'm close to getting something, I'll go buy that product and start. Yeah, like the, I bought Taco send, Bell yeah. for me and my two roommates. <laughs> yeah. Like after I after I got the first one, and then I got like two more, and both times I bought Taco Bell because I mean right. obviously they like me well enough, and it's good luck paying it forward somehow to a mega right. corporation. Which mm. probably probably we oh, should God. go ahead and give you guys oh, your God. gift bags. Oh, it's a shot. It's a comic casino shot glass. And a handy packet of Tide, tide. for all occasions. <laughs> These are collector's items. Oh, thank you. But you can take that Tide with you if you're, let's say, you're traveling and you need yeah. to wash something in the sink. That's great. Wait, which we will be doing. Oh, well, if, there you go. You're going to Morocco. If yeah. you didn't know, dear audience, uh, if you couldn't hear him screaming from the rooftops every day, uh, he is in a Tide commercial, and it's incredible. Dang, dang. So. Oh, we haven't uh, seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no one. Here, let me act it out. Uh, oh God! Just no. I smear something all over Listen, my face. If Tide gave you as much money as they gave me. You'd have little packets of it handing them out. You'd have underwear that said <laughs> oh, yeah. Tide on it. <laughs> yeah, you'd have like a huge like chest tattoo. <laughs> I Tide. Sworn to Tide. Proctor Gamble. <laughs> Property of Tide. Yeah. Just like you know, like I'm a eagle. commercial actor, so people are like, sell out. I'm like. If they think Scott Park and commercial actor is going to sell out, you say, how fast can he sell out and for how much? It's, you, that's it's kind of the gig, right? That, We're commercial. That's, that's yeah. the point. That's what yes. we do for a little. The lovely Candy Milo and I are, that's still running. Thank the Lord. Thank Jennifer, Alan. my agent. 
I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it, do you still? Okay, still, good. Still. Looks like more food and shelter for a while. Yeah. Ugh. Well, when we're not watching, like, you know, uh, uh, YouTube videos. Yes. And yeah. And, 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 and all the streaming stuff. It's like, oh, yes. network TV. Oh, well, we know yeah. we're going to see Scott. What are you watching lately? Your TV. What have I been watching? Been watching Lost. Yep. Been watching <laughs> House of Dragon. I've been watching that. Yeah, House of Dragon for sure. Um, Oh my goodness! He loves he loves Lost. Mishka wants to be a star. The dragon. I've been watching Lost. I've been watching Smiling Friends. Smiling Friends. Tell them about Smiling Friends. You have to find that. Uh, Smiling Friends on HBO Max. This is not a plug. I'm not sponsored by HBO Max at all in the slightest. But I should be. Now, Smiling Friends is a hilarious animated show, and uh, it's super great. All the episodes are 10 minutes, and I think there's 10 of them. They're so good. So Doesn't he, he has the koala. And there's a new show by Michael Cusack, who's the co-creator. He's uh, coming out with a new show called Koala Man that I'm also really excited for. And the female lead is uh, Shiv. Shiv from, from Succession. They yeah. got Hugh Jackman. Wow. They got everything. Hugh Jackman? <laughs> Like I feel like I'm plugging this so hard, but it's I'm no, very it's passionate stuff you about like, it. and you, you, yeah. you know, on your Instagram, you you support stuff and you try hard to get stuff that people haven't seen. You try and get them to see it. Right now, Miranda, you're working on a, on an animation project. It's uh, in animatic form right yeah. now. So mm-hmm. what we did was we partnered with Swampy Marsh, who creator of Phineas and Ferb, and and Pete the Cat, and all things bitchin', um, and we were gonna. The object was to have hire them to do our animatic and then uh miranda could sit on bernie bernie's last name bernie peterson bernie peterson phenomenal head of visual arts there at surfer jack and she was going to sit on his shoulder and watch so she could learn how to storyboard and do an animatic but swampy sort of threw a wrench in there by hiring miranda before we even contracted him to do them to do the animatic so miranda got to sit with bernie for a couple months had her own office and a big Wacom and worked on sections of the animatic, the old timey section and a couple other things. Got work got to work on her own animatic at a big old animation studio. So it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, it was very cool. And uh, and my roommate Lauren was there too and they yeah. helped me a lot with backgrounds and, and then Bernie did like kind of a very a very like rough version of the animatic. Um, like a single line sort of a thing, right? Yeah, the, yeah. I mean well, it was it was very it was rough, but it was a lot of like composition and staging and like oh this is where this could go because he storyboarded on Phineas and Ferb and hundreds of other Charlie things and, and and no he's he's freaking amazing yeah um and so what he did was he yeah he did like the rough animatic so and then I uh, I went in and I drew backgrounds and characters well she and, said she said Dad I want all of it to be my work and I have different ideas and I have stuff I want to add. And if I change the angle of this, it's going to be funnier, but I have to redraw all of these. So she basically went over and used Bernie's template for the animatic and redrew the entire thing, adding characters, backgrounds, different points of view. And just it's it's just phenomenal when you see it. Just I've, I've been around it for a, over a year now, this part of it. And it still just floors me what you did, dude. It's just crushing. So Thanks. yeah, so you're, we're going to show it in just a second. Tell us a little bit we're about. We're going to show forty seconds of it. Yeah, we're just, not just, showing, just, not, we're not not showing you all thing. eleven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, no. but tell us a, a little bit about what what the plot is and 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 who the characters are and stuff. Um. So essentially, uh, this the main character Harper. 
uh, is a defense attorney, and she grew up in a kind of space version of Las Vegas. Um, and it's extremely long. So imagine the strip, but like a hundred miles around the center of like a distant moon. And so essentially it's, it's like, um, kind of Blade Runner aesthetic plus Jetsons, uh, very mid-century modern, but what, like what fifties Vegas would look like a hundred years in the future. Probably so 200 she, years in the future. 200 years. Yeah. Uh -huh. And she comes back because she thinks that her I dad. Don't think you, I don't want you to give away any more of the plot. I think you should just say it's a father-daughter story. It's a father-daughter story. <laughs> and there, um, and, and, and there you go. There's yeah. lots of just aliens and creatures and robots. Yes. And there's and she, an evil competition who's trying to take the casino. And and uh, she does not want to be back at this. She got off the loop as quickly as possible. The loop is 100 miles around a shitty moon at the edge of the galaxy 200 years in the future. Oh, okay. Instead of the well, strip, it's the loop. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and, and the old man who built it loved old rat pack vegas and when vegas was super bitching and and um sort of mid-century modern she loves that style so we so, so you've had some influence it. over all of this oh yeah uh, <laughs> me? a oh, little yeah. bit yeah a, a little, little bit, bit. just yeah. a little aesthetically it's all her it's, great it's all her well why don't we take a look at it this is her meeting her found family when i was a kid my dad took us to up to tahoe to see uh glenn campbell and uh at the door was a giant boxer who I'd seen fight like a month earlier, just, you know, on, on a, a wild world of sports, was Jerry Quarry. Oh, yeah. And he was shaking hands. And I said, why, why is that guy out there? And he said, oh, well, once they're, you know, maybe past their prime and they've made money for the casino, the casino will bring them on and give them a job. Right. So all of these people that sort of raised Harper in our story the are, main character. are found family. So this is her... They're all uh, casino staff. Yeah, they're all casino staff now. So this is her re-meeting them. They basically raised her because the old man, me, wasn't present. Oh, Big all right. stretch. All right. So, <laughs> so why don't we why don't we run that and uh, we'll come back and discuss a little bit more. Also, no uh, no music and no sound design so right. far. Well, this is right. Rough. So we're we're this is this is it's just rough. art and voiceover. We're doing sound design with uh, Tim West at uh, Rebel Alliance. Rebel, Rebel Alliance and over at Surfer Jack and then. Your friend Adam Gubman. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. in a second. Okay, he's doing the music. All right, let's take a look at it. My mom passed away when I was really small, and my dad was never around. Even when he was around, he wasn't. But it doesn't mean I didn't have a family. Pardon me, but could one of you gentlemen tell me what time the noon buffet is? <laughs> Harper! Hey, up. Hey, guys! Look at the size of you! Who is this classy dame? And what happened to our little girl? Oh, we missed you so much. I'll give you 20 to 1 veil cries. Well, I will take those odds because I am not going... I'm not going... <laughs> Easy money. So there you go. And we're back. All right. So that and was... Uh, uh, Miranda was, <clears throat> I was asked to stop being married when Miranda was three, and I, w I had, was not great at being a single dad, didn't have a lot of daycare, so I took Miranda with me at all times, so she would go into the studio, and in the studio would be people like Mindy Sterling and Lorraine Newman and Billy West and Gary Anthony Williams and Maurice LaMarche. Will you say somebody we didn't recognize? I know, I know, I'll, get to, I'll yeah. get to them. But, uh, so they, when I would go into the booth, they would watch Miranda, so... Miranda, they've sort of watched her trajectory with Tara Strong and um, Dee Bradley Baker from a different agency, but they've sort of watched her grow up 
and rooted for her. And um, Tara showed Butch Hartman from Fairly Odd Parents her stuff when she was 11. And everybody sort of supported this kid. So when she, I'm sorry, you're not a kid anymore. I'm sorry. This artist. She's your kid though. So I know, but still, I gotta, I gotta get over that. Someday I will. By the time I'm 80. Um, so uh, Miranda drew all of these characters with those actors in mind. It's a weird way to go at it. It's a weird way that just a father and, and daughter are doing it. We're not a studio. We're just a small little entity. Um, but we asked all of them and said, this is your character that she drew for you. And they all said, absolutely. How else can I help? Please let me do it. So we have this amazing A-list of cast members. So you just saw Gary Anthony Williams, Maurice, and Billy West as Wings, Dee Bradley Baker as, uh, help me, come on. Sleeper. Sleeper, thank you. <laughs> Jump in anywhere here. You don't you're just have talking. to stand there. Like you're this. talking. You're, okay. Talking away. That's me. Yeah. I'll just keep talking yeah. then. Yeah. So, uh, and you get to meet all those five. And also, uh, Gray Griffin is just phenomenal in this. She plays a couple different characters. She's Sib, her uh, nanny bot and friend. Uh, and Tara Strong is just a symphony. I've looked at, the, I've looked at, I know something's funny when I've seen it. 40 times and, and, and you still over. it still yeah. makes me yeah. laugh. Mm -hmm. And then when you see it together with the art for that character, I said, Let, let's go for something like a cross between Sharon Stone and Casino and something else. So Miranda crossed her with the angler fish. So that's what that <laughs> character, the evil <laughs> Aunt Maisie is that. And when you see it, you're going to be like, yeah, that is like a Sharon Stone from <laughs> Casino angler fish. Um, and it's, it's just so exciting. It's at the point now, just so you guys know, we haven't sold it. If I was we, going to are, say, I what know, does I, it take to know, sell something I know, you're like, like I thought you sold it. And I'm like, Dan, do I seem like the guy that if I became a millionaire and had a chance to give all my friends jobs, I wouldn't be like stopping people <laughs> on the street going, did you know we sold the show? <laughs> so at this point, once we do sound design and score, then we take it out to Apple TV Plus because of Miranda. We have somebody there to pitch to. Uh, Justin at... Um, what? Green, Green Portal Productions. Yeah. Why are you giving me this side I'm eye? I'm not giving you. I'm, you just went like this. I'm wait. I'm waiting for. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> She's waiting for a moment. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So, I mean, <laughs> essentially, I've never. I haven't. I've. I've done a couple of little pitches here and there before, but never to a you know a large studio and. Um, yeah, but never we your have own thing. That's such never a huge thing. my own yeah. thing either. Um. But you know I. What, to answer your question, what it takes to, to pitch something like this, you know, I, uh, I, I can't tell you the best answer because I've never really, really done it before, <laughs> but uh, I will say that I, I do think I've watched a lot of pitches and I've seen a lot of pitch Bibles and I think what it takes is a lot of tenacity, um, a lot of dedication, a great product and luck. So I think, yeah, yeah, not yeah. necessarily in that order, not necessarily in that order. You know, yeah. there are a lot of things that are a lot luckier than others. Uh, not going to say the product is bad, but uh, there are some <laughs> there are some things that don't sometimes do not deserve a spot on television. And, and then they, there they are. And then there they are. And For they nine had the seasons. Luck, right. And they had the luck. So, you know, it's just going to be a really difficult process and very scary, um, especially you know, because I'm 22. I mean, yes, I'm a young woman, whatever. That's, you know, that's a thing that I am, but... <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've noticed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. But it, yeah, I'm just it saying helps. I'm young, I'm green, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, and that's our strength. 
But also, yeah. possibly, I don't know, it's, it's my first thing, you know, I'm a little nervous, and, like, that might, you know, it, there's pros and cons to, to every situation, and it's a pro that I'm young, and it's a con that I'm young, because I'm like, if I don't do this, you know, like, what is my next thing gonna be? Oh my god, you know. Yeah, but the, um, the, 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 here's the thing. This started out as a way to, to build a resume for her, so she has storyboarding, all the character design, all the backgrounds. She helped write it. She sang and helped write the theme song. And she voices the main character. So it's it's a fantastic resume. But the thing is, my buddy Ed Yeager, who wrote Gary Unmarried, showed for CBS, that was about my life. He was on Roseanne. He's had a lovely television career. He was our, our head writer. And he put together all these disparate elements and with Swampy's ideas uh, and uh, Bill Daly and, and Meg Ryan, the writer, uh, we we built a nice script, and it's a good story. Uh, it's an A-list cast. It's phenomenal art, and we're having top shelf studio people and music people. So we have we're doing all that we can do. And at that point, sh Miranda's going to pitch it. It's not going to be the old guys in the room. They're not interested in us. <laughs> Oddly, we right? all think we died ten right. years ago. Right. <laughs> so it's going to be Miranda's pitch. Um, and we're the show Bible is almost done. That's like where it will head in season two and episode ideas and a little backstory. So you need a show Bible. You need a place to take it. You need people to champion it, right? We need uh, um, an EP that likes it and wants to take it around with us. We're taking support from everywhere possible. And if we, since we are voice actors, if this gets through the net, everybody's like, I, I, I got a voice, I, I'll do it. I'm like, which one of our cast do you want to get rid of? You want to get rid of Billy West or you want to get rid of Maurice? Yeah. If help us sell this and everybody gets to audition. Every, we, are, we are committed to trying to get ancillary characters in every episode that we do and everyone will get up to bat. I don't know if it's going to be in our control to say, yes, we want that guy. We want, you know, we want Tim Freelander as the evil uh, casino owner. T T Tim can never be evil. That's I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> He's wonderfully evil. You just never see it. You pay him scale, you'll get evil. So, but everybody's been so supportive. You know, we, we bought about 15 grand worth of merch and we sold about 15 grand worth of merch. Wow. So t-shirts and stuff is out there. Yeah, yeah. So and, many people and, and have shot glasses, shot glasses and, yeah. shot glasses. and necklaces. Oh, the shot glasses. We've got so many. So the first time we started sending out shot glasses, we, uh, smile, act like you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first time we started sending out shot glasses, we didn't, we sent them in a little padded thing and a couple people were like, oh, a couple of these broke. And we're like, that's the comic casino shards of glass package. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's a collector's item. So we we learned our way. Jen Henry was our uh, our our swag hag, our mistress of merch, and helped us so much finding posters and different things. That's her name. I tried to call her mistress of merch, and she goes, "No, I wanted a swag hag. I'm a swag hag." Uh, so much support from the voiceover community and the showrunner community. A lot of people follow Miranda. Art art folks follow her on Instagram at at Park and Art. So she's been able to open doors and get us meetings. That's what we need. We need places to take it, right? We have Apple TV Plus. We have uh, Green Portal. We have Netflix. We're looking for the nice folks at Hulu and Cartoon Network and Disney Plus. But we've got you know we'll take help from any direction because we're just a just a couple of yahoos. Is the tone of the show? I've noticed there's like a kind of a wave of like extremely over the edge edgy animated shows lately 
I wouldn't right? say this you're is... Not, you're yeah, not pushing no, the envelope, no, no, of, which, no, right. which I think is smart. I, I, I find those over-the-edge, edgy shows... Like, can you give me an they, example? They, they tire you out really quick. Yes. Do you have an no, I'm not going okay. to throw anybody in the <laughs> He just randomly hates some things you know that we're not going to talk about. Do you know how many of my clients are on those shows? That's true. That's true. Oh. Yes, this anyway, I would say yeah. I would say Arrested Development meets Blade Runner is a good place to be with a Jetsons aesthetic. Yeah. Interesting. But not super dark or super blue. No, right. it, it is definitely there is cussing. How many severed heads with squirting blood is there? I mean, well. Yeah. Not in the pilot. Uh, not in the pilot. Not There's in the a, pilot. I mean, honestly, I'm not making a judgment. I, I'm just, no, no. Say, though, I'm measuring. I'm the, there is no severed heads. Yeah. I will say there though. Is I mean, like there is, you know, there is a tone that I want to set. But you know, if we end up going there, if we end up, you know, being kind of edgy and violent, like more crime drama, you know, like if that's where we go, that's where we go. As long as it's consistent and yeah. as long as it's good. Right, you know, yeah. I think she's a real tone Nazi. She's like mm -hmm. really like if it goes off tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because she's really you know, sharp with that. There's a lot mm -hmm. of movies and shows that I see where the tone kind of changes over the seasons, mm -hmm. and that's where it like loses me sometimes. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, know. I why did I like that? She goes, well, the tone doesn't matter. The tone like, change. Oh, you got to like oh. establish a certain tone. Mm -hmm. So if it is like that, you know, if the first episode isn't you know, what the animatic is, if it's a little bit more edgy and if it's a little bit more this and that. I've seen mm. lots of pilot episodes that are completely different from the pilots that aired on TV. That's true. For example, Over the Garden Wall, Steven Universe, Rick and Morty, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, like, the, the original pilot episodes aren't exactly what ended up on TV. So, with that being said, you know, if we end up being more edgy or violent or, you know, whatever, or even more. It'll be funny. It'll, it'll, have to, it's it'll be, be funny, funny. <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, it depends on what kind of style of humor. If we're going to mm. go a little bit more edgy towards that, if it's going to be more crime drama, you know. Yeah. If they, listen, if, yeah. they, if they buy it outright, and they say we want to do it this way, and they, we're going to give you $2 million, we're going to say, you put that money in the car. Yeah, right, yeah. and then they, they know, get a little creative input at that. Yeah, right. they, yeah. Uh, they might buy it outright, you know, yeah, and they might. Yeah. And if that happens, I'm not going to mm -hmm. say you, no. You're not no, going to give. You you're not going to give my daughter a couple million dollars to build the next thing. Right, you know, it's right. always if this thing sells, we're going to do. We're going to be happy with whatever it sells. It's building right. blocks, right? right. It's right. building block, and it'll be on to the next thing. Hey, yeah. why don't we take a little break and sell some stuff? Not Brought that. to you by Angry Orchard. <laughs> yes. It's an apple tree, but it's they're drunk. <laughs> we'll be right and back <laughs> with Scott and Miranda Park and a voiceover body shop. Don't go away. And, and this is the Latin lover narrator from Jane the Virgin, Anthony Mendez. And you're enjoying Dan and George on the voiceover body shop. Headphones for voiceover? Why not get the headphones made for voiceover? That's why I use Harlan Hogan's signature series voice optimized headphones 2.0 from voiceoveressentials.com. Harlan's cans are incredibly strong and lightweight at only 8.4 ounces. The combination straight coiled audio cable stretches from 5 to 10 feet. It comes with two gold-plated mini plugs and a studio standard quarter-inch screw-on adapter and includes the new mini jack on the left headphone for easy cord replacement. The studio monitoring headphones are optimized for voice work. Now even better, the Harlan Hogan Signature Series VoiceOver Headphones 2.0. And for a limited time, when you buy the headphones, you'll also get a free autographed copy of Harlan's best-selling book, VO, Tales and Techniques of a Voiceover Actor, 2nd Edition. It's full of stories from the trenches and insights about making the most of your voiceover career. 
Go on over to VoiceOver Essentials right now and order yours. Time to talk about Source Elements, the creators of Source Connect. <laughs> and uh, I have a live audience to listen to my ad, which makes it even more fun. This is my improv class, and I do it every week on the show. <laughs> I just improv and add about Source Elements and Source Connect because the tool is amazing. It's what is in the workflow of so many production studios. And um, because of that, if you want to be doing those kind of next-level gigs, you're kind of moving outside of the pay-to-play sites, you're looking at agents, that kind of thing, that's the territory of Source Connect. So if you want to be prepared for that, you want to have the tools ready to go, go to source-elements.com and get your 15-day free trial just to get the ball rolling. And I think soon after that, you'll probably want to get your subscription going so you can have ongoing support and really understand and know how to use Source Connect. Anyway, thanks for the support, Source Elements, and Source Elements, and we'll be coming right back to the studio to talk more with Scott and Miranda after this. Hey there, I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th, and with my company, VO Heroes, and my team of coaches and my community of voiceover talent, we guide voiceover actors along their journey. And you may be watching VOBS here, uh, and not nearly as far along as many of the other people who are watching. You may not even have started yet. And we actually specialize in helping you do just that. So if you're watching all the stuff going on here on VOBS and going, I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't know, but I really want to do this. I'd really like to help you. Please go to VOHeroes.com slash start. That's VOHeroes.com slash start. And you can take our Getting Started in VoiceOver class, which tells you everything you need to get started as a voice talent. And I'd love to hold your hand along the way and help you with that journey. Again, VOHeroes.com slash start. That's VOHeroes.com slash start. You're still watching VOBS? <laughs> and we're back. Okay. <laughs> Here on VoiceOver. If you've got a question for Scott and Miranda about whatever it is that they're talking about, yeah. uh, throw it in the chat room, and uh, we will get to those questions in just a little bit. Absolutely. Uh Scott, you know, one of the things that we talk about whenever you're on is the importance of doing improv, especially on auditions. Mm. You know, and, I, and I've worked with you and you're like, hey, you can do it this way. And improv. That's, that was perfect. It sounded like me talking. I know. <laughs> hey, do it this way. Do it that way. <laughs> That's going on the shirts. And which which, which <laughs> made me want. Hey, what? This no, try it again. Yeah. I've always had problems with improv. For maybe because I just don't like to listen. Uh, How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, listening is the most important part. Yeah. So how how do you use improv on your auditions? Because I mean, some people say, well, it, it's not written in stone. You can well, play I with mean, it a little how bit. And when? Listen, when is it, that, okay? when is it appropriate? That's really, that's really the question. How, when, and how much? Yeah. If it doesn't say, if it says. Listen, improvisers, welcome. Comedians, bring it. We paid half a million and we don't know what the hell we want. So please write this for us. Uh, if it says that, you, you've got a little more freedom to improvise. And you're probably going to put something on the end of that. Uh, Mary Lynn thinks you should put it on the front. I believe that too, but more so I want to get them listening and enjoying what I'm doing and then lay out something funny. It's, to me... The more I teach this class, the more I realize it's an acting class. It's it's really just acting. They are all characters. Doesn't matter if it's right now you get five of those for just eight dollars. 
It's Can still a character because I don't freaking talk like that. They're they're pointing and stuff. <laughs> Got an air conditioner. There's a there's a fire in the studio. We'll be fine. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. Just trying to slow it down. Uh, so so when you when you're in that situation, you have a little more carte blanche and you can improvise. If it doesn't say that, you're probably not going to improvise a whole bunch. You probably it's so hard. there's like traffic going there's on like the other side. There's like a there's like a, a whole freaking uh, uh, what's the game where you act out stuff? Charades. 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 I said the word. I yeah, fucked it up. No, you did. Uh, that's perfect. You're supposed to say the word. Oh, in charades, you're not charades. supposed to say the word. Oh, that's uh, that's it. Two words. Uh, I I got off topic here, but the point is, yes, improvising to build a character, improvising to solidify the character and keep it consistent is a much smaller thing. So once you commit to the character, then you don't have to think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guy who used to play soccer with, his name is friggin' Angus McLeod. Sounds like a soccer player. Sounds like a Scottish player. Right. Scott, you had a big pick, you can't handle the ball. Just pass it off and run into someone, you stupid pick. I don't have to think about what that guy's gonna say. It's a right. big, broad accent, right? right? But the principle is the same. Once you pick the character, hold on to the character, mm -hmm. keep it consistent, Right? If I, on stage improv, if you start the scene with a limp, unless Jesus comes up and heals you during the scene, which could happen, you're going to end with a limp. So listen back. Is my character consistent? If it didn't say, add a lot, add, we want to make funny tags, comedians, then you're not going to add a lot. You're going to add three sounds and a couple words, but those are all going to be in support of your character. And if you can improvise in a much larger way on your own like establishing the character before you even crack a mic if you can do that you can certainly add one to two words and a few sounds right right Improv improvisation and voiceover does anyone know what it is improvisation and voiceover yeah it's um embellishing the script or yeah yes saying it in your own words yes ad yes living. Te ad living technically it's anything that isn't written in the script if it says i've never thought about it like that before and you go huh why? You know, I never thought about it like that before. Anything that That's wasn't written is improvised. Improv, yeah. If you if you improvise something in an audition when you're doing the when you're going through your characters and you write it down, is it still improv? Fuck yes, it is. It's <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's your improv that you wrote down. Should I not have cussed? Intercourse, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> if you improvise it and write it down, that's still improvised. It wasn't delivered to you on the script. So if you want to stand out. And that's what we got, you know. You're auditioning with 500 other ass actors. You, you want to stand out. And the way you can do that is by those little, little things that make your character seem more real. Nobody knows what the hell they're going to say. I'm condensing this stuff. You'll see this at Mavo in November. I'll be there teaching. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really stoked about that. Yeah. There's still a couple of tickets left. It's a very small conference. Yeah. Small, small classes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in Washington, D.C. at the Dulles Airport, right? At the a hotel yeah. near there. Well, we're not in the airport. <laughs> we're like getting luggage. <laughs> Freeze! All right, give me an emotion. Uh, but that's going to be a fantastic. But this is kind of what the stuff that I teach, which is... Hang on to your character, stay consistent, and start from a place of real. Always start from a place of real and grounded. Actually, Adam McKay, that's his philosophy. He's, he did uh, Don't Look Up. It started on SNL, Anchorman, and all those. And he always he says when he works... Succession too. Oh, Sorry, that's right. Oh, 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 right. Oh, don't forget right. Succession. She yeah. loves... I love Succession, succession. too. I, love I, do a, I, do a, I do a one-word Kendall Roy impression. Okay. 
That's it. It was really good. <laughs> good. Wow. good job. Stewie. Stewie. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, in closing, that's improv. <laughs> it's, 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 a very, it's a complex but simple question. Improv is anything that isn't that you add to the script. If it doesn't say, make it funny, do all that, don't, don't do so much. Just do what it yeah. says. If you're going to do something, if you're going to do something, do it on a second take. Yeah. I always feel, I always feel that if it's, if it's a, if it's two seconds long on an audition, but it's a better take and I've added more and it's cooler and funnier, it's okay. I wouldn't go mm. more than that. If you mm. go three and four seconds as a guy who writes commercials and casts commercials, listens to tapes, if it goes more, it tends to be editorializing and doing something mm. different. If you're, if you're okay. improvising in character and with the, what the writer was after, you've got a much better chance of standing out. Yeah. That's all we want to do. We want to stand out. We want to, we want to start eliminating some of those 400 or 500 other actors yeah. by, by standing out and doing something a little different. All right. right? So when, when, you get, when you get a script, when you get an right. audition script, and you, and you start looking at it, and you're like, okay, it says, you know, what, some, someone with good comedic chops. That's, right. that's one of our favorite specs that we see. Chops. I want chops. Chops. Comedic <laughs> chops. I want someone who's been on vaudeville. I want someone and have. Give me someone yeah. while I'm waiting. I don't like you. Who are you? What time's my 4.30? Change it to three and fire yourself. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah. Take the girl. Yeah. <laughs> and the cannoli. Yeah. Uh, when it, go ahead. I'm sorry. We're well, no. Here. Well, when, you're, when you're looking at it and you're, you're, you're analyzing it for what it's worth, sure. and how do you determine what you're going to do to ad lib, or are you just looking for inspiration? Because usually that's no. When the I mean, you read comes. you read the specs, and if the specs are good, if it's for you know, if it's progressive or one of those things, I I know what the client is. I know that they're funny. I know that they like that. I try and find stuff that works with the character. That's a funny observation or something that goes with the character because I want to be consistent. I want I don't want to branch out and start. Hey, this is funny. You know, I have a funny joke. I'm going to shoehorn this here. I was in radio for 11 years, and when I started doing improv, they had to beat the broom joke telling Yeah, thing. me too. Yeah, I've had, I've had to do that with so Kevin Kirkpatrick. I love him. He's a radio guy, and, and I've, I get to where I got to work with him in Switzerland. I work with him in New York, and we had some major breakthroughs where I got him to stop doing jokes, and just the humor comes through the character. Every great movie that you've seen, the humor comes through the character, not an actual guy walks in a bar and says, you know, why the long face, right? It's not a joke joke. It comes from the character. Wouldn't you say that's true? I was going yeah, to say. I would say that's true. I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of animation auditions and uh, video game auditions. I don't. And <laughs> he, get all, he gets all the commercial auditions. I um, uh, But I, I also get some commercial as well. But usually, like, when I'm, when I'm trying to be funny, I don't, like he says, I don't rewrite the script for them. I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, totally i don't know bash their idea you know like i'm not gonna completely rewrite the script but i am gonna do something that maybe my character would do like i i'm uh uh i'm the voice of a character in a video game and she's a total she's a what's total her name awkward. and what's the video game dude it is a promo <laughs> i know here. it's okay <laughs> Uh, uh her name is nagi and she's from neo the world ends with you which is the sequel Phenomenal to game. the world ends with you um, it's on the Switch and the PS4 and uh, wherever you can find games. But when I was auditioning for her, um, I was kind of like, obviously, I'm putting a lot of myself into this character. Um, character is a giant nerd. Total nerd, but she's like, she's way more nerdy than I am. Um, That's and I tough. Would, that is very tough. <laughs> and I would, I would 
you know, I would put little, like, nerdy noises, like, uh, you know, yes. like, I would make, you know, weird little nerdy noises that I I hear, you know, some of the people that I see at conventions make, you know, like, <laughs> I see it's all true. these, all these Redditors out in the open, yep. and, you know, and they're talking about, and, and uh, yes, I would, uh, yes, I would do that, absolutely, and I would, you know, and so they all have all these fun, like, little, these little vocal quirks. And I try to work some of that into... Uh, I, I always say, be a student of the world. Be a student of people. Listen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can pick up so much. If someone... I, in fact, if somebody's rude or mean, mm -hmm. she and I tend to get try and get more out of them because <laughs> it's more, oh, well, I'm sorry, what else is wrong with what we did? I'm sorry. Or, right, right. You, okay, you know what? I'm so sorry to bother you, but can you bring us another water? <sighs> I, I mean, just like that's, that's an improv. I, I prefer that. <laughs> yeah, I prefer, no, I prefer something, I prefer something be really of. great or really awful. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think that improv is is really fun. Um, but you want to make the script your own and be unique about it. But you don't want to completely rewrite their script because then they will get offended and and maybe not like. That they so won't much. even listen past the first part. No. Yeah. yeah. I would say like start out. Um, uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to no, say you, that. No, you, you said it. I was going to say maybe, you know, maybe start out with the script and then maybe as you go along, maybe sprinkle in a little improv, but that's not always necessarily true. Um, sometimes I improv right at the beginning, you know, but it's... If it fits with the character... If it fits with the character... It works with what the message of the... It's really important to understand what they're after. To understand what they... I, I know it's, yeah, and it how, seems very yeah, simple. How do, how do you read their mind when... Well, when you, you don't. It's in, it's in the specs. It's okay. It's a food commercial. Right? right? Do they want me to be happy about the food? Yeah, they're fucking paying you $400 to be happy about the food. It's amazing how many you, ish, you, you listen to, and they don't smile when they say the product, or they go down. You know, it's, it's from Olive Garden. It's, it's, no, it's from Olive Garden. You know, if it's a food spot, you're going to romance the food. If it says pepper-crusted corn served in a parchment and hand-farmed blood orange, you're going to romance, to, you're gonna romance you to that. Yeah. You can't just flatline that stuff. If it's, a, if it's a commercial for socks that gives money to charity and they're silly socks, you're not going to be flat and, and like it's a, we give these socks away to help people every day. You're going to be, we, we give these socks away to help people every day. You buy some, you get whatever print you want know what they're after they'll give you really good most of the time they'll give you really good clues in the specs of what right. they're after and then you look if it's if it's a commercial that you really want look who's who's the agency of record do they do funny stuff is the last campaign funny do they like funny or are they changing right do your research you don't have to go on a giant deep dive for you know selling cheese and blood thinner but 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 at least Try and understand the writer's position. Yeah. The guy's 24, he's been stuck in a cubicle, or she. Their life expectancy in an agency is 18 months. This means a lot to them. They've written it. If you, if you are a hero and you address what they're asking for in the specs, and they're in the meeting with their bosses, and, and you land the joke, believe me, you're, you like, as a writer, you like that person. Because you can go, see, unfunny, non-creative <laughs> lawyers, uh, this is funny. People like it, right? <laughs> yeah. So Let, Let's change topics here for just a second. Right. Because, you know... I, Fishing, to me, is one of the best... Oh, you want to... I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was hoping to maybe touch on sure. your, your relationship and stuff like that. But oh, Jesus. What advice do you have for 
young voice actors who have parents already in the business. Oh, that's Wait, that would be for you, specific. Oh man, it is very specific. And that's I actually because I asked it. I actually have an answer. <laughs> Perfect. That's very good. <laughs> no, it was good. Um, you know, you move out is what she's exactly say. move out as soon as possible <laughs> right now. Move out, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Um, get drop what you're doing drop what you're doing and leave <laughs> suitcase no um i think honestly the, the thing that i struggle with sometimes in my self-worth is you know is is everything that i've done because of my dad you know because 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 he's you know he's an incredible talent he's amazing but he did kind of introduce me to this and and I'm like, oh man, you know, like I, I really hope that I, I just, I don't do t too much nepotism. I hope that I actually am talented and I hope I actually have what it takes to do what he does. I don't want to be trust fund baby Jonathan, you know, running. <laughs> that money's gone. No, no, I, but, you know, problem. I don't, but I don't want to be, you know, the, the vice president of a company and do absolutely nothing all day. And like, all, there's a lot of people who, who have nepotism don't actually have the skills to do what they're doing. And I want to comment on this when you when you're done. Some there's a lot of people that don't have the skills that their parents have, um, but they get into the industry anyway because they mm -hmm. feel like it, or right. they they want to have money, or you know whatever whatever it is their goal is. There's also a situation where the kid is more talented than the parent, <laughs> and mm -hmm. this is the case. She I can no, do I, want, I, I can do an accent for her, and she can be better than me in that accent in months. Let me say this: there's no favors. In this no, particular know, industry, this no one's hiring you because you have a bald dad who's really fun but, to but be around. But here is here is my advice uh, to the person that is thinking of moving out of their dad's place. Uh, no, uh, here is my advice to to young actors and voice actors who have parents in the game: uh, learn as much as you can from hmm. that parent. Uh, uh, learn as much as you can. Listen to them. Uh, see what they do if they're successful and see what they do what their practices are you know what do they what do they do that makes them so unique and special that they got this job in the first place and then you start working on trying to expand and find your own voice Ooh, because right. that's something that I've struggled to find to to do because I want to I want to be unique I want to be uh you know successful and funny like my dad but also I want to be my own person uh, and I want to have my own style and my own voices that I can do. So mm. I want to feel unique and supported and very lucky that I'm in this industry. But I also don't want to feel like I'm riding, you know, riding the coattails too hard. Right. You're well, not. My coattails are short and they're... I know, they were cut, I know. Off, cut off three years ago. <laughs> well, from what I've seen, you, you've already accomplished that. Well, because... Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I would never know that you, you, that you were... His daughter, by the way, you were acting. You were totally unique. Your own person. Yeah, yeah we got one question here, a couple of questions from right. our the massive studio audience, or out of studio audience, right. from also, Grace I Newton. I see you, Marcy. I see you watching. <laughs> um, uh, Miranda, who, who are your influences? Is there a particular uh, voice actor you aspire to work with? I have so many yeah. influences. Um, well, give us the for, top one. For voice acting, I would say. Tara Strong, yeah. Gray Griffin, Lori uh, Allen, Allen yeah. Mindy Sterling, mm -hmm. Lorraine Newman, mm -hmm. uh, all of the above, all these incredible animation veterans that I've, God, they, they, they are all of the voice actors that I aspire to work with, and I am so proud to call them my friends. Um, and I've worked with all of them, 
specifically on my pilot and <laughs> and I work with Tara a lot. We do a podcast together sometimes called The Ship It Show, but like I get to work with her constantly and it's it's Why is it called The Ship It Show? Um, relationship relationship because they talk about relationships. Oh, oh, so like, oh yeah, I ship these two characters. They should be together. They should I make totally, out a little bit. I totally missed that. Uh, here's here's no a idea. quiz. If you're over 50, it's relationship. I didn't yeah, know okay. either. Yeah, ship. Totally. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. like I, all yeah. of these voice acting influences in terms of animation, I would say, uh, God, uh, uh, Justin Roiland is an, is an incredible talent. Uh, Sergio. Uh, Sergio Pablos is an oh, incredible talent. That was Klaus. I don't know if you've uh, seen that. It's just Klaus a phenomenal film. Um, uh, uh, Michael Cusack, who made Smiling Friends. Uh, just, just. He's also very great. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, <laughs> oh my god, because he's a great voice actor too. But just yeah. like, just all these young. Oh, talents. over the garden wall. Uh, Pat McHale, yeah, yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Just all, all of these people of, yeah. have. She has signed art from all of these people, wow. which is really cool because really she's cool. a member of ASIFA and Women in Film. So we've got to go to screenings, and she's. I've had look, bring your art, and they'll sign it, and they flip out at her art. What's ASIFA? ASIFA. Asifa is the largest an elderly black anim- lady. <laughs> Asifa, not Asifa. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, it is the largest animation organization. They host the Annies every year, and you can purchase a membership, which is C-E-F-A. pretty awesome. C E F A. Uh, Asifa, A S I F A. So I think A-S-I-F-A. it's like A S I F A. Yeah, it's a pretty great organization. She gets to go to a lot of screenings. Yeah, no, it's great, and them. you can bring your friends. You don't even have to be in What's the industry. What's the barrier to entry? To there's become no, a Sifa. No. You have to have a pulse. There's no barrier. You have to just pay it and like animation. Okay. Super. Um, there's yeah. student memberships and all sorts. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's good. Great. No, it's, it's, it's great. Cool. And you can bring your friends. I'm going to go see Wendell and Wilde early with the Q&A Wendell with the Wilde director. Wendell is who? Uh, Jordan Peele produced and Henry Selick directed. And oh, he wow. directed Jeez. Nine yeah. and Coraline and, and a... It just goes on forever. Yes, exactly. Um, All right. No, I love Henry Selick. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, we're we're we're, we're, we're almost out of time. Say literally the, the name, name of my project. The project. Yes. It's called time. the Comet Casino. That's true. And you can find me at Parkin Art. There's on, no spaces on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And right. we're gonna we're gonna do another uh, showing of the Comet for a bunch of buyers and folks. Uh, and we do have some more merch, and we're we're revamping the store and getting that going right now we're working really hard to get the sound design and score done uh and uh we'll be show we'll be doing a showing i just want to say thank you so much everybody that's supported uh the comet it's been a long run it's a animation is so much different than you know a four cameras you sell the script and they decide to make it this is way different this mm. is from the ground up and without you guys we wouldn't have been able to do it so yeah and where can they go support it uh, currently, we don't have the, <laughs> the Instagram to, page is up. I yeah. will be updating it. It's yeah. called it's the Comet Casino. Uh, that's the Instagram page. The store and the store uh, is not up right now, but I will be putting it in my bio. I'll be talking about it um, okay. on my Instagram parking art. Yeah, we're revamping it. We had to, we had, we we sold a bunch of stuff. Then we got some new jewelry, and we had wonderful uh, models do some bunch of stuff and we've been trying to put that together but i broke my ribs and then i went to new york and switzerland so oh, it's been a little... again with the ribs <laughs> Alrighty. again with the switzerland hey don't forget about mavo it's gonna be great yeah. mr dan and i will be there we'll be there all right yeah. scott miranda thanks for being with us so on voiceover body shop this so week fun. so fun to be in person Yay! remember in person everything is better so remember that vo atlanta it's gonna be fantastic this year Got uh, JMC in charge. The the level just raised, 
immensely. So uh, we'll see you there in March. Is that March? March, yes. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. All right. George and I will be right back to wrap things up right after this. Thanks, guys. Woo! Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Hi, this is Carlos Ellis Rocky, the voice of Rocco, and you're watching VoiceOver Body Shop. Child. In these modern times, every business needs a website. When you need a website for your voice acting business, there's only one place to go. Like the name says, voiceactorwebsites.com. Their experience in this niche webmaster market gives them the ability to quickly and easily get you from concept to live online in a much shorter time. When you contact voiceactorwebsites.com, their team of experts and designers really get to know you and what your needs are. They work with you to highlight what you do. Then they create an easily navigable website for your potential clients to get the big picture of who you are and how your voice is the one for them. Plus, voiceactorwebsites.com has other great resources like their practice script library and other resources to help your voiceover career flourish. Don't try it yourself. Go with the pros. Voiceactorwebsites.com, where your VO website shouldn't be a pain in the you-know-what. Your dynamic voiceover career requires extra resources to keep moving ahead. There's one place where you can explore everything the voiceover industry has to offer. That place is voiceoverextra.com. Whether you're just exploring a voiceover career or a seasoned veteran ready to reach that next professional level, stay in touch with market trends, coaching, products, and services while avoiding scams and other pitfalls. VoiceOver Extra has hundreds of articles, free resources, and training that will save you time and help you succeed. Learn from the most respected talents, coaches, and industry insiders when you join the online sessions bringing you the most current information on topics like audiobooks, auditioning, home studio setup, and equipment, marketing, performance techniques, and much more. It's time to hit your one-stop daily resource for voiceover success. Sign up for a free subscription to newsletters and reports. It's all here at voiceoverextra.com. That's voiceoverxtra.com. Hi, this is Bill Farmer, and you are watching VoiceOver Body Shop. It's great. Webinars coming up? As always, um, right. this month's webinar is Adobe Audition for Beginners. Uh, I'm going to try to also shine a highlight on whatever's new in Adobe Audition 2022. Cool. Um, if you want to get a discount on that, it's VOBS Fan 10. It gets you 10% off. Um, I'm also doing a monthly AMA. Ask me anything uh, <laughs> on Clubhouse, for those that still use Clubhouse, which I do a lot nowadays. Um, that's on October 26, 3 p.m. Uh, so if you want to check that out, that's just two hours of literally lobbing stuff at me, and I'll answer questions. It just goes on forever. <laughs> Who are like our donors it. of the week? We can start with Robert Leadham. Yeah, Stephen Chandler. Casey Clack. Jonathan Grant. Tom Pinto. Greg Thomas. A yeah. Doctor Voice. Antland Productions. Martha Kahn. 949 Productions. Jonathan Grant. Again, Christopher yeah, I, Epperson. I, I, didn't, I didn't cross him out there. <laughs> well, he gave us a lot of money. What can I say? <laughs> Sarah Borges. <laughs> Philip Sapir. Brian Page. <laughs> Patty Gibbons. Rob Rader. Uh, Shauna Pennington Baird. Don Griffith. Trey Mosley. Diana Birdsall. And Sandra Manwiller. Manwiller. All righty. 
Hey, join our mailing list, too, so you can get to see who's going to be on this show every now and again uh, and get warning that we're actually going to do the show, which <laughs> yeah. some people get upset about. You definitely need a warning. That's true. Well, we need to thank our sponsors as well. Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials. VoiceOver Extra. Source Elements. VOHeroes.com. VoiceActorWebsites.com. Don't James. do the next one. And worldvoices.org <laughs> to do a lot of editing with our script here. Anyway, we'll be back with Tech Talk next week, or if you're watching live, you can see it now. Uh, Thank and, you, Jeff Holman. Yes. He was in the chat room. He was in the chat room. Got Thank us, you, got Sue. Got a couple of questions. And thanks for everybody for being here tonight. Uh, not an easy business. Voiceover, it can be crazy. you got to learn all these different things. you got to hustle. I know. But we're here to help you out. But the bottom line is, if it sounds good. It is good. I'm Dan Leonard. And I'm George Whittem. And this is VoiceOver. Body Shop. Or V-O-B-S. I love having an audience. <laughs> Get set for Tech Talk. Am I that much larger than you?